0: This episode contains spoilers for The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, and the leaked Duel of the Fates script written by Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly. If you want to read the script before watching this episode, please click on the link in the description below. Now, this is podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of my podcast, Podcast Racing. Originally, what I had planned for today's episode was an in-depth look into M. Night Shyamalan's Glass trilogy and basically his career as a whole. I actually have this episode already recorded. I filmed it with my two good friends, William and Tabitha, who were also my very special guests on the previous episode, which was also Star Wars related. But then, I heard that the possible real script... That original episode 9 director Colin Trevorrow co-wrote with Derek Connolly, titled Duel of the Fates, was leaked, so I decided to read the script and also decided at the last minute to discuss the script on today's podcast episode instead of sharing with you guys my M. Night Shyamalan thoughts. I will, uh, I will be releasing the M. Night Shyamalan thoughts that I shared with William and Tabitha for next time for episode 5. But for today's episode, I will instead be sharing my in-depth thoughts on the Duel of the Fates script and whether I think that it would have made for a better movie than The Rise of Skywalker. And I know I said this already, but just a reminder, I will be spoiling major events in this script as well as major plot points from The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So please stop watching this video and come back after you've read the script or, you can keep watching if you really don't care and just want to hear my beautiful voice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Alright, so let's begin with first off, the, my overall thoughts on the Duel of the Fate script. I liked it. It's not perfect, but I do think that it would've made for an overall better movie and better experience for me as a Star Wars fan than what The Rise of Skywalker gave me. One of my issues is that with the Rise of Skywalker was that it just played it too safe and essentially was just a movie written by Reddit. Or actually, no, not even really a movie written by Reddit. It was just J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio just being kind of dumb, honestly. I mean, it's funny. Like, Rise of Skywalker, I rated it like a 6 out of 10, I think. I if I if Once I rewatch it, that score definitely is going to go down and it's not a terrible movie but I just have so many with Solo and Rise of Skywalker I just can't seem to overcome my objective issues with those movies and where even if subjectively at times I really uh, enjoy moments from those movies it's just Solo and Rise of Skywalker I just they are technically better movies than Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, Revenge of Sith, but experience-wise, I just, it's not as fulfilling. But I think that Duel of the Fates, if Colin Trevorrow was still the director of Episode Nine, and if Duel of the Fates was what we got for Episode Nine instead of Rise of Skywalker, I think it would have been a better movie. Like I said, I do have some major issues with Duel of the Fates, but first, I'm going to talk about the good. What I liked about Duel of the Fates. So first off, right away, the opening crawl. The opening crawl is so much better than the opening crawl we got in The Rise of Skywalker. In The Rise of Skywalker, right away, we're like, oh yeah, Palpatine's back. And it's like, what? Like, you you do, like, don't I know you revealed that in the trailers, but, like, don't, like, just, don't reveal that, like, right away. Like, Like, have characters in the movie also, you know, kind of show characters in the movie experiencing it for the first time, and film it in a way where, like, even though it was revealed in the trailer that Palpatine's back, it could still come off as kind of a shock to us because the characters in the movie are shocked, but nope, in the opening crawl, J.J. Abrams is like, and Chris Taylor are like, oh yeah, Palpatine's back, just deal with it, and apparently he's a clone, like, in the Rise of Skywalker book, companion novel, he's a clone, like, that's so stupid, like, ugh, apparently, according to Ian McDermott, in the original Rise of Skywalker script, he, it was revealed that, in the script for Rise of Skywalker, it was revealed that Palpatine was a clone, I I don't know. I I, I don't get the whole logistics of that. The fact that he's a clone in general is stupid, but and I don't know if Ian McDiarmid is being fully fully truthful or if he got like if he got like pressure from Disney to, you know, help them out, but I, I don't know. Just the fact that Palpatine is a clone and that he was brought back in such a poor way, in my opinion, Rise of Skywalker, just I I did not like that. At all, Ian McDermott did the best they could, but the opening crawl in *Duel of the Fates* is so much better. And the opening scene, where the Poe, Finn, Rose, and Leia revealed Rey with the dual lightsaber. By the way, that's actually really cool. Where they're on, they're sneak. They all snuck onto the first order base, and they're able to take down that base. That opening scene is really cool. And of course, Rey and Kylo, much like the trilogy as a whole, they're the most interesting characters. They have the most compelling storylines. They actually feel like real people. And uh, Kylo, what happens with Kylo, with his half of his face getting burned off and his new mask, I really like the symbolism behind that. And looking at the concept art, it actually looks pretty cool. And uh, going more into Rey, uh, it's fun when Ray and Poe argue, like, you see them, like, arguing. Like, one of the good things about Rise of Skywalker was the camaraderie between uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe when they're, like, bickering and arguing and just, or just, like, making jokes off one another in general. It's actually, you know, it's really fun to watch and it feels like a real conversation and I really uh, like that camaraderie. And you get some of that between Poe and Rey in Duel of the Fates. But there is an aspect of Poe and Rey's relationship that I really don't like, and we'll get into that later. What I like about Rey is that she is not a Palpatine. She's a Solana. I really like, I really like that Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly, Connolly kept her as a nobody. But they still also gave her, like, a last name, a bit more of, a, of her own, like, identity, and I actually really like that. There is one aspect in Rey's uh, story arc journey that I wasn't a big fan of, but I'm going to talk about all the stuff that I didn't like later on. I'm going to move on now to Finn and Rose. Basically, like, Rise Skywalker, every character that wasn't, like a Jedi or Sith felt inconsequential, essentially. B- basically, every character that wasn't Force sensitive felt inconsequential to the plot. And the biggest fault was with Finn and Rose. Now, Rose Rose didn't really like one of the few issues I have with The Last Jedi was that Rose didn't really feel like a real character, but I was hoping that they would really, JJ Abrams would really be able to build up on her and make her more interesting. Nope. But Colin Trevorrow does. In Duel of the Fates, Rose actually has a personality. She feels like a real person. And she's actually important to the plot. And she at the end, she ends up saving everybody. Which is... Colin Trevorrow did a good job at improving the character of Rose. And I feel like Kelly Marie Tran could have pulled it off almost flawlessly. And Finn. I really liked Finn in duel of the fates. Him, you know, becoming a sort of leader for the stormtroopers and and convincing them to rebel against the First Order. I really liked Finn's arc as a whole. I remember when the After the Last Jedi came out, and I, this is definitely a contrarian opinion, but I love The Last Jedi, and I really love what they did with Luke, and I remember talking with friends about uh, the possible about you know like where like when it was uh, revealed that Mark Hamill would be in the Rise of Skywalker I was like even though he died I was like ooh they could do like some cool stuff with him like as a force ghost or something and all my friends were like no he's probably just going to be in one scene and you know like he's definitely going to be wasted and I was like no 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 you know I have faith in JJ nope and well in Rise of Skywalker Mark Hamill was only in two scenes and that really that really frustrated me and unfortunately my friends well i i don't i don't mean this against my friends but they were proven right to the dismay of me where i was hoping that they could do more with luke in the rise of skywalker but in duel the fates luke i really liked how they used luke's force ghost in this movie i really liked what they did with him and uh What's it called? I really liked how they used him in the movie. Just his conversations with every character Kylo, Rey, Leia were all great. Speaking of Leia, her death in Rise of Skywalker was one of the few moments that actually really worked for me. And I feel like her death, like, I feel like just her, uh, I feel like she could have gotten a really powerful, like, death scene in Duel of the Fates as well. And I, I felt like her role was a bit lacking at times, but overall, I liked Leia in Duel of the Fates. I don't really have that much to complain about Leia's role. I guess I was just expecting a little bit more. It, like, it felt I wanted a bit more from Leia emotionally, but I, I liked how Colin Trevorrow. I'm, I'm fine with how Colin Trevorrow used her overall. Like, I, I, I don't. Like, it's not a big issue that I have. How he used uh, Leia. I really liked how uh, BB-8. I'm actually a big fan of that character. Yes, BB-8 is a ripoff of R2-D2. But I actually really liked uh, what they did with BB-8. Especially at the end when he has to take R2-D2's memory drive. And insert it into that thing. And basically uh, he has to help Rose save everyone. Lando's role in Duel of the Fates is essentially the same as his role in the rise of skywalker like reading duel of the fates there were elements that felt familiar and at first i was like why does it feel so familiar and then i realized that the element that certain elements of duel of the fates such as uh rises um such as lando uh coming back and you know him and, and you know him surprise coming back at the end with all those other ships to, you know, save everyone when it seems like all is lost, but then Lando and those other ships come back, and basically, like, J.J. Abrams and Chris Trevorrow or whoever, like, they took elements from Duel of the Fates and essentially just copied it into their own movie, and that, that, like, reading Lando, reading the Lando scenes in Duel of the Fates made me dislike J.J. Abrams a little bit more because he essentially just copied just copied certain parts from Duel of the Fates and pasted it into the Rise of Skywalker, which like, I mean, come on, J.J., really? But Lando, I, I liked, I think I liked, I might be, you know, very biased here, but I think that Lando's inclusion in Duel of the Fates worked more for me than his inclusion in the Rise of Skywalker. And like the rise, of, the rise Skywalker actually had some good jokes, and Duel of the Fates also has some good jokes. Definitely, many of them are definitely corny and cheesy, but I don't know. Like I'm, a, I like I'm used to Star Wars being corny and cheesy, so the humor is mostly good. There are a couple of jokes that are like, and eh, that's a little too much, but I liked it overall. General Hux is actually really funny. There is one aspect of his character that I. That um that gives me pause, but overall I actually really liked General Hux. I really liked when uh, he tries to use the force. That's just really really funny to me. I was hoping that since he collects lightsabers, it's revealed that he collects lightsabers that he could you know like be in a duel, a lightsaber duel or something. But I don't know. Uh, Chewie finally gets a medal. I I like how they wrote uh, they wrote it in Colin and Derek wrote it in the scripts they're like Chewie after 40 years finally gets a medal and it's like ha that's a nice uh that's a nice reference another nice reference is also when Chewie hugs Leia and Leia's like all right all right get off you wookiee and that I thought that that was really funny as well and most of the emotional moments actually really worked like like I teared up a little while reading the Duel of Faith script, so something about myself that I really like is that when I, I think that I tend to have a pretty good imagination, or at least like I can visually uh, think of something in my, I can think uh, visually, so when I read something like a book or a script or whatever, I can... Visual. I can visually picture, like in my head, like what's happening. Like for example, when I read like Harry Potter or Percy Jackson, and there's like action scenes going on, I can imagine in my head like what those action scenes look like. And if I and when they were adapted into movies, if I don't like certain aspects of movies, I can just imagine them better in my head when reading them from the books. And so with Duel of the Fates, I was able to visually picture in my head basically uh, the entire uh, what Colin and Derek seemed, it's what to me it seems like they were going for and when many of the emotional moments happened I was picturing them in my head and I was actually getting really emotional so I I think that uh, Colin and Derek did a really good job with the emotional moments unlike with another one of their films, Jurassic World, where the emotional moments were arguably the weakest aspect of that movie and uh, also i know they didn't they colin didn't direct fallen kingdom but fallen kingdom oof <laughs> R- fallen kingdom really didn't work for me at all but uh there's a kid named dade and at first i thought that dade was the kid from cancel by you know the fourth sensitive kid from cancel Bite, but you know so I was so I I will admit I was a little disappointed at the end when it was like Dade and that kid from Cantobite who's Force sensitive. I was like, oh, I was hoping that Dade would be that kid. But you know, I liked Dade. Uh, I forget the name of that alien that Ray and Poe go to visit, but uh, that alien that not real doesn't have a big presence in the story. But I feel like. What Colin and Derek were going for was that she would be a sort of Maz, a sassier Maz Kanata character. Much like the Rise of Skywalker, the Knights of Ren are really just there to, uh, basically just serve. Basically, they're just service to the plot, really, and essentially are just in the movie just to have another adversary for our heroes. And maybe this is just my imagination, uh, me being a bit naive or my na- imagination getting the better of me. But when I read Duel of the Fates, they actually felt like a genuine threat. And unlike in A Rise of Skywalker, where they're just there and I only see them like as a plot device. I'm not intimidated by them or really scared by them at all. Although, I felt that same way about Snoke though, so I was, I was actually really happy when they killed off snow because cuz you know they don't they can't really he wasn't really an interesting villain in the first place and they can't really do that much with him the concept of taking someone's living force this is another element that jj abrams kind of copied and pasted into rise of skywalker i'm not a big fan of this concept in general like i feel like this was included in the in duel of the fates not really so much because it was Colin and Derek's idea, but I feel like, you know, maybe it was from the higher-ups like Kathleen Kennedy or possibly even Bob Iger. It's... I'm not a big fan of the concept of being able to literally take out the living force from someone, but... I mean, it's not a horrible concept, either. I just don't think... I'm just not a fan of it, personally. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it, but I also think it would have been better if, like, this concept didn't exist at all. And that's, but, I accept it. Duel of the Fates is mostly good in my opinion. Like, if this were to be made into, if that were at the actual episode 9 movie, I probably would give it like a 7 out of 10. Definitely better than Rise of Skywalker. But, there are, I do have some major issues with Duel of the Fates. And the biggest one, Ray and Poe's stupid romance. I don't know whose idea if this was Kathleen Kennedy, Colin, Derek, but Ray and Poe are two completely different characters. How would they like? Just they're really not in my mind compatible together at all. Like, and and I I, I have seen rarely anyone shipping Ray and Poe. You know, people ship Ray and Kylo or Ray and Finn. I personally ship Ray and Finn, but. Ray and Poe? Like, really? Like, just every time, like, they were, like, getting all romantic and lovey-dovey together, I cringed. Much like Rise of Skywalker, unfortunately, again, maybe this is because of my imagination tricking me, but Duel of the Fates did feel a bit rushed at times. Like, I know, you know, with uh, a script, it'll, it's not gonna be the same as when it actually becomes a movie, but... I don't know. It did feel a bit rushed. Like, the whole Tor Valum thing felt a bit rushed. Uh, Kylo's redemption definitely felt rushed. Uh, like, that is, that, like, if I were to, if I were to direct Duel of the Fates, I would have definitely changed uh, and developed more how Kylo would redeem himself. And I'm also not a fan of... Rey living and Kylo dying. Like, I personally would do it the other way around. I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but... I I don't know. Just... I'm not a big fan of Kylo dying, and I felt... And his redemption arc felt rushed to me. But I did really like... Going back to Luke, I did really like Luke's speech at the end to Kylo about, you know, the Force and, and, like, not Rey and him not even being the last Jedi. I really liked that a lot. It is... A sort of repeat of Luke's speech to Kylo at the end of the Last Jedi, but his speech in the Duel of Fates, I liked that too. The plot twist of Kylo killing Rey's parents was unnecessary to me. I really, I don't know, just that that just seems like unnecessary to me. It's not as bad as the twist of Rey being a Palpatine, <laughs> ugh. But uh, but I don't know, just I I just. I don't think that, you know, everything doesn't have to be connected, you know? Like, like I, I think that, actually, you know, wh- the less things you connect, the better it is. At least when it, for me, like, personally. Uh, Poe, Chewie, and C-3PO are useless. Like, one of the few good things about Rise of Skywalker is, was C-3PO actually had an important role in the movie. And, you know, his camaraderie with R2-D2 in both Uh, Rise of Skywalker and Duel of Fates was, you know, good, but, I don't know, C-3PO overall felt useless, however, however, when R2-D2, you know, seemingly dies in Duel of Fates and C-3PO is uh, holding R2-D2's lifeless, you know, lifeless body and you know just crying over him and he's like I don't want to leave Finn is like we have to go and see 3PO's like I don't want to leave my friends." that that was an emotional moment that really got me but unfortunately Poe and Chewie did feel like useless and only, only had a couple moments where like they were essentially important to the plot the whole astral like the living force the whole astral plane concept this essentially this like forced purgatory felt a little bit too cheesy to me like the living force i concept i can accept but i don't know the whole astral plane concept like feels i don't know a bit too like goofy to me but but that that could be just me you know like i i i just i don't know like i'm not a big fan ironically even though i'm a christian i'm not a big fan of like spiritual stuff In movies, like, in order to do spiritual stuff in movies, you have to do it really well, and I don't know, like, maybe if Colin Trevorrow actually did end up uh, being the director of episode 9 and making this movie, maybe he could have found a way to make it work, but just reading it off the script, it felt a bit goofy to me. The last thing I will say that I didn't like about Duel of the Fates is that... It felt a bit too violent at times, you know, like that that lightsaber guillotine, that light blade guillotine, uh, General Hux uh, committing suicide with his one of his collector item lightsabers, uh, Ray getting her eyes lightsabered off, you know, like there there were moments in this that felt a little bit too violent to me. Like I, I think you know I'm not a big fan of like violence or nudity or just just heavy content in general unless it's like done tastefully or in service to the story and I don't know I feel like Duel of the Fates I, I, it seems like Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly were intentionally trying to be a bit more edgy and you know I, I take a few more risks Risks. and I, I, I can after reading the script I can see why like Kathleen Kennedy, Bob Iger those at Disney probably didn't want to to uh, make this script, or at least, you know, they probably requested major changes to this script. But overall, I really liked Duel the Fates. It would have been impossible to make this movie, considering, you know, unfortunately what happens with Carrie Fisher passing away. I really wish she could be with us here today, and I wish that most of Duel the Fates could have been what actually well, was what we actually got for Episode Nine instead of the Rise of Skywalker, which played it way too safe. But you know, I I liked Duel of the Fates overall, and I'm I'm even though we didn't get Duel of the Fates as the actual Episode Nine movie, I'm still grateful for that we got to that I got to read it, and for whoever leaked this script. I, I think that you know there there, it def, there definitely would have been you know some divisive opinions for duel the fates but i think that reactions to duel the fates if that was what the episode 9 actually was then i think that the reception would have been a lot more positive uh maybe not so much from critics but you know definitely from audiences and i i think that uh, audience audiences would have been a lot more receptive i mean i i still don't know how how does Rise of Skywalker have an 86% approval rating from audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, how? Just That baffles me because I keep seeing, like, when I see look up Rise of Skywalker videos on YouTube, most of them are negative, so I don't know. But I, I, I personally think that with the exception of certain elements, like some of the violence and Rey, the Ray and Poe romance, Duel of the Fates is what we should have gotten, but again, you know, I understand that that would have been really difficult considering Carrie Fisher's death and Kathleen Kennedy being a little bit too power-hungry, or whoever at Disney, or being a little bit too power-hungry. I I definitely think that, like, Rise of Skywalker, again, it's not the worst film. There are, me- there are many aspects to it that are competent or good, but it just left me hollow. And I feel like with *Duel of the Fates*, if that was the movie that we got, even if even if the script was translated exactly, even with the stupid Ray and Poe romance, then I wouldn't have this hollow feeling towards Star Wars. But because of *Solo* and *Rise of Skywalker*, I don't. It's not as as much fun for me to talk about, to think or talk about Star Wars anymore. Because unfortunately, like. Maybe Disney and JJ had good intentions, but they essentially sabotaged, almost kind of not completely, not ruined, but essentially sabotaged the franchise's reputation. You know, like people when when I think of Star Wars now, I don't I don't really think of any more the highs of the original trilogy or, for me personally, The Last Jedi. I think I only think of now. Oh, what could have been. I only think of now, like, oh, what we got was disappointing, and what could have been. I keep thinking about what could have been, and I like with Duel of the Fates, and I get even more disappointed. But at the same time, again, I am grateful for whoever leaked the script, and I am grateful that this franchise even exists in the first place. And I really hope that going forward, whatever we get from Star Wars Next, regardless of whether it's good or bad, I hope that it's at least entertaining and doesn't leave me hollow, and you know, and it, it really takes advantage of the vastness and possibilities that this franchise can deliver. Alright, so I can't really think of anything else to say about the Duel of the Fates script off the top of my head. If there were any aspects of the script that I missed that you want me to address, please comment your thoughts down below. Thank you guys so much for watching, I really appreciate all of you, and I I look forward to sharing with you guys in two weeks from today my thoughts on M. Night Shyamalan's career and the Glass Trilogy, along with my two very good friends, William and Tabitha. Thank you again for watching, and I hope that all of you have a great day.